What's going on, America? It's your boy, Cavi Kingpin, just for the hell of it podcast. We are back in the building, got the team with us. Sound off, y'all. Yo, it's your boy, Slumdog Millionaire, man. In the words of the great DMX, dog, it's dark and hell is hot, because I think all of us are doing there after tonight. <laughs> Yo, it's Ren- Renegade in the house, <laughs> back again. It's justified. I, I'm just here so I don't get fined. I mean, shit. I, <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, Slum, so we, we got the interview portion. That's usually your department. Let's yo holler at the people. Yeah, hey, so uh, we got an interview tonight with a... Uh, listen, y'all, Cavi found this guy, all right? <laughs> this guy goes by the name of a uh, Reverend Dr. China Beach. He is a former pimp turned pastor. So yeah, this is gonna be a uh, this is gonna be a doozy. So um, waiting for him to call in. Uh, I found him on hey, Instagram. What, now, now let me ask y'all real quick, man. Before <laughs> we even before we jump in, this, man, what are y'all expectations for what's gonna happen? Uh, uh, go like, one of us is gonna say something that's gonna end up getting this dude fired up and pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he he's an older gentleman. He's he's sixty, right, Cavi? Yeah, he's sixty. He claimed he said he was the youngest person in the Attica State Prison. Oh, we need to do some research on that because I don't believe that. And he has a ministry. He do it on Sundays. He said he do some work with uh, Friendship Baptist Church in Buffalo, New York. Uh, Justify, I know where that's at. Uh, that's yeah, I know where my, that uh, is. Neighborhood downtown. Oh, cool. Matter of fact, here's a good example of where that church is. I remember a couple years ago there was this thing that was going around. They showed this woman who was repenting. The stuff said she was a prostitute and used to suck so much dick and yeah, everything like that. Yeah, that's in friendship. That's, that's in friendship. That's friendship. That's what? friendship Baptist Church. Yep. Wow. Yo, Cavi. He yeah. might have been the one. He might have been the one that took the mic from her and be like, "Look, bitch, I told you, don't talk about the past." I don't know your your lineup of questions, but you definitely got to get in there as far as asking them like. How he was led to it, you know, did he just basically, oh, is he, is he, is he self-taught? Did he, did he get out and then go to seminary? I mean, what, what actually happened? What made him yeah. Feel like- yeah. Cause I was, I was always, I was wondering that, like, does he have an actual base church that he does or well, does uh, he just like guest speak in some places or what? Well, I don't know if, if he go live. I know he said yeah. he do some work at uh friendship. One specific. First of all, I thought it was fake until I got to email him and send a cash app. He didn't give a bunch of information. Um, yeah, you had to cash app this dude to do an interview? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he's like, <laughs> that's his ministries, I guess. Oh, here he yeah. go. Here he go. Hold on. Here he go. Here he go. Okay. You ready? Ah. Hold on. Everybody going So, down. well, uh, Welcome to the show. We got the Reverend Dr. China Beach. Um, welcome to Just for the Hell of a Podcast. Uh, Rev, you on the phone? Rev. Rev, Rev. Rev. Rev, you there? Hold on. Did you hit the mute button on accident? Okay, let's go. We got the Reverend Dr. China Beach. Welcome to Just for the Hell of a Podcast. <laughs> How you doing, man? Pretty good. Greetings, man. Greetings. How y'all feel? Doing good. Doing well. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. So, so we got uh, 
Uh, we got uh, Rev. We got Justified. Uh, we got well, include myself, four hosts on the phone. Uh, Justified, Slumdog Millionaire, and Renegade. Okay, come closer to the phone, Rev. We can't hear you. Okay, cool, cool. Slumdog, go ahead, baby. Well, Rev, we just want to start off by saying welcome. Uh, glad you were able to do this, man. Happy to talk with you. And if you can, uh, just, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Let the people know who you are. Well, I'm a Dr. Reverend C. Beach. I'm from the Ministry of Life and Science. That's a lot of my you chop, you chopping up, Rev. You chopping up bad. Well, listen, okay. I'm a reverend at the Science of Life Ministry. Okay. I've been, uh, like, for the last 10 years, I started the ministry. And uh, so far, so good. I think they won't go. But my past is another story. I think I was concerned more with my past than my present. Oh, okay. Okay. Can you hear it or are you chopping up? No, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so what, what led you into this line of work? The ministry or, or the street? Oh, let's, let's start with the ministry first before we get to that. All right. <laughs> well, got to make some money. A legal way of making some money. One way, you know what I mean? Right. It was a legal way, and plus I'm, I'm, I'm helping people out at the same time. You know what I mean? Which is always mm -hmm. good. Right, right. Now, now, what, what led you, you know, because you said, you know, living life in the streets, and what were you doing, you know, before getting into, you know, uh, in the, into the ministry life? Well, basically, I grew up on the streets, more or less, okay? Okay. And uh, at that time, what was popping at that time was having hoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the drug game was introduced to America just yet. Right. right. You know what I mean? Public was using drugs, but it wasn't as popular as it becomes. Right, right. You know what I mean? And uh, and then it was like, how you got your money. So... All right, so basically you were a pimp. Now, you you said you had served time in uh, Attica, up in New York. Yeah, I spent time in Attica. Now, you were you as you said, you were the youngest inmate to have ever been admitted into the uh, into the prison. I don't know if I was the only one, but I know I was there at eighteen. Okay, eighteen, I was in the Attica. And I know you have to be at least 21 years old at the time to get up in there. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And, and what, were the, uh, what were the charges that they tried to, you know, they brought you in on? The charges when I was there, that was armed robbery. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. Jesus Christ. I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, when, once you got out of um, Attica, is that when you um, started pimping? Well, actually, uh, actually, yeah, more or less, yeah, more or less, because that was like, yeah, more or less, I took on 18, 19. Let's cut the shit. How many hoes you had, Reverend? 
How many hoes? Where did the bitches? Which is your thousands? It took two the years and it had thousands of different bitches, man. You know they come and go. You know how that shit go. You ain't put. Did you put? You ever put some gators on their neck? <laughs> <laughs> That laugh, man. That laugh. Let's cut the bullshit, no, man. I'm sorry, up, Reverend, man. to be cursing, but no, it just for the hell of no the gators, just ain't, ain't no gators on the neck. Gators cost too much to be wasting more on a home. Come on. <laughs> I, got, I got a question. I got a question. Justify, because, wait, justify like this shit because this is shit right here. Go ahead. Well, this is my, well that's what I, well, I got some questions. See, the whole thing is you got a lot of people who they've seen movies, you know, in our community getting raised up on like the Mac, Willie Dynamite, reading, you know, Iceberg Slim books. Right. Now, you know, a lot of people, they'll take that and they'll look at that opposed to how things might really be, you know, like right, I, right. In, your, in your own words, in comparison to like how everybody sees things in the movies and, you know, how was that? How, how was your reality in comparison to like people seeing like the Mac or um, Willie Dynamite? Or, you know, going based off of the, the Iceberg Slim novels. Well, the Iceberg Slim novel, uh, the story of my life, the story of my life, mm-hmm. that's the most, the movies didn't protect, didn't protect that shit the way it really was. That book did, though. You know what right. I mean? The ins and out. Because Iceberg Slim was a dope thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? He was a drug addict. And, uh, he pimped off and on. He pimped. He didn't. He did all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? And another thing, this pimping thing is like, it's like an artist. No two artists are gonna paint the same picture, man. You know what I mean? Exactly. When they ain't two pimps, ain't gonna pimp the same because there's different types of pimps, man. You know what I'm saying? You got right. your gorilla pimp. You got your sugar pimp. You got the motherfucking tricky trap ball type nigga. You know you got different ways of niggas do things. Right. Everybody don't play bitches the same way. Now let, let let me ask you this: Over your entire time of doing that, how much money do you think you made? I'm gonna tell you, I made from the time. Okay, I tell you, I retired. I more or less retired from that shit about maybe. Um, I would say around I was around 55 years old. Okay. So and do that from 18 to 55. That's millions, man. Come on. Ain't no business like whole business. Shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Yo, Renegade, do you have any questions? Uh, yeah, but it's more on the other end. I was going to let y'all get that out of the way. Basically, I, I was I was curious about how your turnaround came about. Like, what, did something hit you? Like, you have some type of revelation or is just, just in your mind you're thinking, okay, I, I need to get out of it. I need to do something else. What exactly was the turnaround? Well, uh, let me see how I got to tell you that. Um... I ain't got into it, the online ministry. I started my online ministry about maybe 10 years ago, and uh, maybe a little more than 10 years ago. But I did that to, um, to get paid. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I believe in the Lord. And the thing about it is the Science of Life Ministry, we talk facts. I teach facts, and I promote, I like to promote uh, prosperity. You know what I mean? That's the whole right. idea behind the ministry. It's to promote prosperity and get paid at the same time. Okay, so... Now, yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say, now with promoting um, prosperity and everything, you um, with everything outside of the, you know, getting paid aspect as well, 
would you like with if you see people out there who's trying it because everything will change it ain't you know nothing ever stays the same there's usually a new way of doing things or it gets fucked up in the mix now, right by you doing this are you also doing this to kind of like educate the people like look not everybody could do this you gotta look at a higher plane of doing stuff or like i wish your way of like um outside you know outside of the with the prosperity part well, like I'm saying, people call in with all types of problems. Mm-hmm. And I help them solve them problems because what it is, it's financial, personal, whatever. You feel me? Right. I'm taking, I'm going to figure it out for you. Guarantee you, I'm going to draw you a map. I can respect that. And this is, and, and, this, and, and then at the same time, you, and if you feel it's just really kind of generous, you send a donation. Oh shit! I got. <laughs> hey, 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 ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Can you look at it like this? Joel Osteen, that dude. I mean, at least you trying to help somebody out. That dude is selling dreams. You trying to actually help out if somebody have a problem or anything. You say that you know you got a problem. They call you, be it financial, what have you. At least you lending them an ear and trying to point them in the right direction. That dude is just trying to point people to his wallet. Uh, if, if, if somebody calls in and they're telling me their problem, we'll, go, we'll review their problem and figure out how you got in that mess and, and get you out of that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Also, uh, Rev, I got a question. Um, I once I was re- I, with your ministries. I've read. Then you say white holes was the best holes. They gonna attract more attention. They bright. Mm. Can you elaborate on that? Listen, that bright skin going to attract attention. You know what I'm saying? You look better with a bright young bitch, man, because she's going to get noticed. In the snowstorm, on a, on a bright day. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's, but that's, that all depends how you dress your bitch up, how you dress your product up. You know what I mean? You know, your product. That's, that's right. Business analysis, yeah. Right. Wow. You put a bitch down, look like something, she's going to get attracted more attention. Mm. This sounds like Willie Dynamite. It's one, yes, one of my favorites. So I, you know the funny thing. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say the funny thing is a lot of people don't know that that dude ended up being on Sesame Street after that. The fuck? Yeah, I think he passed too. I, no, I think he used Denver. I mean, he used um, you know, with the handyman or something. I got checked. But on, on, yeah, I remember that he was on Sesame Street on. That was after way after his days on the uh, Willie really Dynamite. Hey, it was like after he, yeah, he went on to that. Mm-hmm. He did his thing. Fucking Jim Brown being on the love boat, man. Jim Brown. Rapper? No, I was talking about because uh, just there's a wild career change, man. Go from that to the Sesame Street. Well, I mean, you know, we followed the money. Shit. Right. Look at a lot of people from black exploitation era that they ended up crossing over. I mean, the guy who played um, Pretty Tony in the Mac ended up being the cop in um, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, that's the acting, man. Acting's going to take any role they, gonna, they can get. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's their bread and butter, man. Come on. So mm-hmm. I had a question. You know what attracted me to your ministries is um, your honesty. So, you know... Most reverends be like, well, I used to, you, 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 you give it how, you, you tell it how it is. And like you said, because most people can uh, relate more to reality opposed to, okay, I'm going to create this world 
and sell it to the people, which some yeah, ministries do. Yeah. So, um, what is so? How you come about that, and and what I mean by that is like, uh, is that something you just you feel, or you think that's the correct way to go? That draw more of a crowd because you know young or old can relate to it. But both it's for anybody and everybody, man. You know what the good book say, man. Come on, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So, uh, any of your hoes is involved in your ministry or no? I got this is my bottom bitch. I still got my bottom bitch. You know what I mean? Jesus, come on. Whoa. Hey, that's where uh, you go though. Yeah, I still got my bottom bitch. And then about it is, the bottom bitch bringing in the bitches. I ain't got to go nowhere no more. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what the, that's what the bottom bitch is for. Mm-hmm. Slumdog, where you at? Yeah, I'm here. I'm Come here. On, you got, like, uh, yeah. That's that's different. Because no, I, came, <laughs> go ahead, I came across your ministries, and I'm like, let me see if this. And, you know, we contact each other. Everything went right. And I, I'm speaking, and I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, and you kicking some real shit. And uh, I just think it need more minute, more reverence like that. Like bring that because it's reality. Yeah, it, it's it's refreshing to actually hear someone like this because we we don't. It's like like Cabby said when it comes to the church and stuff like that, dealing with actual uh, reverence and stuff. Like you, you see like the Joel Osteens or Creflo Dollars and shit like that. And they're not really believable. But yeah. talking with you, it feels real because you've actually been in the trenches, so you know what it's like. Right. You know, we got, you we got crazy echo going. Yeah, where that yeah. echo at? Where that echo at? Oh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yo, Rev. But Yes, sir. Okay. But but yeah, I mean, the fact that, you know, you're being up front and for real, you ain't sitting there beating around no bush or trying to sell anybody no false image. That's a big plus. And need more people like that because you know, other than that you got people feeling like they're getting suckered by these other people out there right. supposedly helping well you see like the, the ministry of life of science we like to speak facts okay we talk about facts and prosperity if you get into religion we'll, we'll dip and damn into religion for a little bit but i'm not going to try to pick you up with that bible you understand right and i'm not going to try to use the bible to pick you up because i'll be honest with you i don't understand having that Evidence of myself. In some pages, it's contradictory to others in that in the Bible. I will say that. Renegade, where you at? But you got to, you got to, Yo, you got to, uh, you got to realize the, the, the Bible was wrote by men, mm -hmm. and you know right. the nature of, of a man. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, he can be, he can lie to you one minute, tell you the truth the next. You know what I mean? He's gonna give you his version every time. And if you hear a story from three different motherfuckers, you're going to get three different versions. That's right. Well, I'm glad we did have you on here, man, because I'm going to tell you, I didn't know what to expect. I'm getting this or what? Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You can follow what I'm telling you. Right. So, when, so when, when do you, you do this every week? Like your, your ministry's online. Is it every every Sunday? Every Sunday. Okay. Every Sunday. And then uh, I was I was considering uh, having a regular call in. You know what I mean? Having a regular call in so I can do, I mean, I can, you know, something like a podcast or whatever. 
Okay, I mean that's cool. Yeah, yeah that, that'd be cool. Yeah, be cool. you should do that, man. Yeah, we we could do that. Uh, do you have any um? I was gonna say because I I really wanted to get a female perspective on here today. Um, and see the interaction. So I'm trying to see if we got any female correspondence. Do you have you know you have any you know I I just want you get what I'm saying the ministry because you know it's from the male perspective just you know that that wisdom to a woman so well I'm gonna uh look going in the right direction don't get me wrong that depends what's on her mind what she's talking about you know what I mean yeah yeah right Ooh, but I will I would, I would, I would believe, you, believe that. Uh, Slim on the jump. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I'm glad I'm sorry. It's um, not, you know, wish we, she was able to be on here tonight, but, you know, she had, had her other plans. If you would have had the girls from the last show, man. Yeah, it, I, it might I'm, oh, not, man, I'm actually man, trying shit. to find them right now. I'm yeah, actually trying to find them. I've seen you posted a uh, card over Lincoln up there. Why you had to post a dirty Lincoln up there? No, because that shit was oh, long as hell. <laughs> That shit look like the that, Titanic. Man, you talking about that Imperial you sent me? Yeah, out? yeah, it looked like Henry Ford changed the oil himself. I, I agree, man. You should if you're gonna post something. No, you know what's crazy? A, I just happened to see it. Diamond in the back. <laughs> no, I yeah, happened. That, that shit looked like that car. You know, you know what that car looked like came from? Remember that movie Pootie Tang? Yeah. Dude, oh, dirty yeah, D. Yeah, why yeah. the tie? Why the tay? Dirty D and they had that. And black. That's the green man. Yo, you know what was crazy? Them them cars, it take like two lanes. You gotta turn them just like a uh, a school bus. Man, shit, those are the best ones though. Cause you can hit something and get a damn. You won't fuck it up or nothing. Yo, them them cars, those that them Malinkas was like driving on the Malinkas like sitting on your living room furniture, man. But you know what I mean? Mm. It was that comfortable. It was that comfortable. Believe me, they don't make them like they that. No, no. Nah, they My grandfather they had a '79 town car, had a cell phone in his sunroof. Had the custom license plates on. He, he was living in Brooklyn. Yeah, a car phone. He, oh, he had the car phone. And yeah. the old, you know, remember you when said he had a phone booth in that joint? <laughs> no, he had that. He had that corded car phone that went up under the dashboard. Like that shit was nice. And he had his little oh, mini bar in there. Gotcha. Okay. So, Let yeah. this shit. Motherfucker turned two blocks and still had the ass into that car in the first. <laughs> they, they, they was using those same cars as limousines back in the day. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, shit, as, as my father called him, Motel on Wheels. You put six bitches in the back seat. <laughs> I, I had an hey, oh, LTE growing up, right? So, you know, I know what I'm talking about with that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you fit six more from his back, yeah. Yeah, and somebody get fucked up, ten in the trunk. Shit. I drove, I drove, I was in, I had holes in every motherfucking city in America, and I drove a Lincoln Town Car, 79, as a matter of fact, from New York all the way to California. Believe that. I believe it. Shit. I'm town to town. Town to town. I lose a bitch, knock another bitch. I was in D.C., I knocked the one broad with DC and um, <clears throat> the first night she get caught for a robber. Shit. First time I get in town, bitch get caught for a fucking robbery. And I was only one deep then at that time. Mm. 
<laughs> Ooh. Hey, That's some real gangster shit right there. Mm-hmm. And the bitch, I couldn't bail the bitch out. Why? <clears throat> that was too high. I ain't had a dinner. I ain't had a dinner then. Oh, okay. Damn. I, was, I, I had just gotten done. I was trying to grind up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like you just basically getting onto the streets. I'm just getting into town. I knocked them. They didn't go. Everything calls, man. You know what I'm saying? The hotel rooms, gas, these motherfuckers getting high. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> now, she get, as soon as you get in town, she get popped. For rock, now, she, was this just some bullshit, or was it like... Doing I, the town, I, this is my first time in D.C. Right. I ain't familiar with the track, nobody in the town or nothing. I put the bitch down, I scooted home and put the bitch down. I'm like an hour go past, I don't know where the bitch at, because I'm just back there, but there's no cell phones. You got to get a bitch of all the corners to call you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You in a hotel room, just kick back, waiting on the calls and calling your money like that. Bitch ain't calling the hour, something named Brown. Then you gotta check up. Man, that's some shit. Hey. Mm. Yeah, next morning, bitch was in court getting the ring for that child, for a robbery child. God damn. Oof. And where this was at? In Cali or DC? That was DC. He said that was in DC. Yeah. That's some shit. Mm. So. I mean, obviously a show. That's why I said I respect his ministries because these are real life situations. People, you know, most people in that industry would be scared to be like, okay, we're going to revisit the past or tell about, you know, everybody want to be squeaky clean. So that's the one thing I respect about it. Um, yeah, any more questions for him? You know, he, he here. Uh, uh, just what time does your, your uh, service start on Sundays? Just for the people to know. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Three o'clock. Okay. You can catch it at three, and then like after that, it'll be recorded. You can go back on the line and see it. Okay, got you, got you. Yeah, shit. Mm, like yeah. I said, it's a, it's a pleasure having you on this show today, sir. Like I said, and like I said, because the main thing was, like I said, with the questions in regards to like the fantasy versus the reality of it. Because growing up, I was one of those kids. I watched, you know, the Mac. I watched uh, shit. I watched all the movies, uh, Willie Dynamite, Candy, uh, Candy Tangerine, man. And you get the one idea of what you see, but you not, it's not like you actually able to really ask anybody who's really Yo, in the life. I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you something. There's so many threats. There's so many threats, man, behind that bitch, man. I'm telling you something. There's so many things that happen to a hoe. Another nigga can knock you for the bitch. Another bitch can knock you. The police gonna arrest the bitch. Dope man gonna sell the bitch. Some dope man, the bitch gonna get robbed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much shit could go on. It's crazy. You hear me? Right. You got to be on top of this shit, man. That's, that's it. It's a job onto itself. It's a job on top of the job. Very much. It is, believe it or not. 24 hour job. But only thing is, you can open the clothes whenever you're ready. Exactly. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's like Uber and Instacart. <laughs> you can open the clothes, or you can listen on any block. You can turn on any motherfucker block when you got a good looking bitch. You know what I mean? Because you, I don't care where you go, you gonna spot it. You gonna spot a bad bitch. And pussy gonna suck for a cotton cornbread, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, Renegade, I know you've been yeah. quiet. Do you have any questions about it? Uh, well, you being no, an OG I think we, pre- show. we pretty much got, uh, you know, uh, all the stuff we wanted to know. And plus, I mean, off the top, we understand the angle he's coming from. So, actually, I think everybody can appreciate that. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm straight. Um, unless Slum got anything else. Yeah, I know. We don't. We don't. We appreciate your time. We don't want to waste your time. So unless you know anybody else got something pertinent, you know, I covered everything. Like I said, it was a pleasure. It was a, it was a real pleasure. No, 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 definitely. Uh, so glad you came on. So glad you came on and you know so, dropped some knowledge on it. So closing out, can you give up? Give us the word, Rev. Well, I'm gonna tell you, man. Stack your money. Stay away from them dirty motherfucking bitches. <laughs> and keep it moving, man. That's all I can tell you. Shit. You know what I mean? Okay, Rev. Thank you. Yeah. We we definitely want you to uh we want to put something together on Sundays. I'm gonna holler at the team. We can do that. So we we can put that together. Most definitely, man. I'm gonna call in again. All right, definitely. Pleasure One having day. you. All right, y'all, 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 y'all take it easy. Man. All right, okay. all right. Okay. You say, man. All, all, right. all right, peace, Rev. Yes. Hey yo. Hey, yo. Stack your money. Stay away from some dirty motherfucking bitches. <laughs> yo, listen. I mean, keep it moving. Keep yo, keep it moving. This, this, yeah, this is this is a this a real cat. Ain't really tripping, but I, like I said, off the top, you know, I now I understand the angle he's coming from. You know, once he started talking, you know, I you know we thinking one thing, but it's really it's like okay, I I see you know whether you agree or whatnot, but I just see where he's coming from. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and, and at least he's being truthful enough, front, not bullshitting nobody. That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, and that's, that's his thing on his ministries, man. And that's why I was like, nah, this can't be real. So I really wanted to hear it. He wasn't gonna tell me all this information through the email, but if you look on his bio right. and his stuff right, he talk right. about, you you get you get it. So I think it was a great interview. I mean, I do too. That boy, that boy I'm raw like sushi. He I'm raw like sushi. That. I didn't expect that. I did not expect I, that. Especially you. after you sent them photos from the uh, from the Facebook page. I was like. Yeah. Oh, Fuck is that, bro? You, you saw yeah. what I said. Yeah. <laughs> so what you thought? You thought it was more or less like a joke. Who me? No, I'm talking about like any of y'all thought oh. it was gonna be like, like what's uh, Romeo? Some Romeo I mean, shit. Yeah, I, I personally, yeah, I thought it was. I was like, I don't, yeah, I don't know about this. Look at no, the past people you've had on the show, man. No, we, wait, 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 wait. Justify. You that said was actually that was a legit one. No, no, yeah. you said the past people. I'm talking. You talking about before we got it straightened out. Before hey. Renegade, before oh, Slumdog, yeah. we was wild. No, 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 the girls, the girls, man. Them, no, sir. Them, we, we had JK47 on here wilding the fuck out, dog. Yo, yeah. but how can we control that? That was the interview. <laughs> right. But no, I'm just saying, you know, when, when you say, hey, we got an interview, I'm ready, but I'm also on bad because I don't know what the fuck we about to go into. Yeah, but that but, dude was, you know. But you was, know what? Like, I actually, that was somebody who got a, he actually got a following. Right. So I was like, let's yeah, interview yeah. him and, and get his but name. Now, but see, now I see why he's got a following, though, because he ain't like he ain't trying to do nothing other than himself. He's still just who he is. Right, right. right. But he's so being up front with it. What I expected was a nigga that sounded like, uh, you know, from the Boondocks to the C.O. Green character that was <laughs> no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting. <laughs> no, you know what? Oh, Honestly, um... I was just looking at his ministry. I, I was interested, so I was like, "Yo, let's. We have to. We have to uh, put that out there." And like I said, for uh, 2020, 2022, I want to interview more people getting from the angle. Like I'm gonna get Willie Wonka on, 
so we could speak about which I really need Rennie on because I want to speak about the pandemic and he's actually a, what is he again now a, a pharmacist. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, he was cool people. Yeah, he no, yeah, he, he's yeah, still yeah, around. We yeah, gonna get him back on. Guys from the jump, you know. Yeah, we we gonna get him back on and stuff. So we we gonna uh have some more interviews. I think this was dope, and, and I think it was, it was good for yeah. it was good for the uh show. I want that shit. Was key. So I tell you what was key to key that he said because uh, you were asking something about the about the Bible. He said, you know, he he really didn't get into that too much because he didn't really understand it too much himself or something to that effect. Now the reason that was real is because it's like, look, I've been over the past couple of years, you know, more into the study about and the, what I kind of find out is you can't read the Bible; you have to study it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's right. it's on a whole nother level beyond the cosmology and the theology and everything. So most people are not going to get into the study of. So just reading it is really not going to he's not going to do too much for you. Right, and and the, and the but, thing about it, my bad. Go ahead, Justify. I was going to say, but in regards to the Bible, and this is something that I talked to my grandmother about, and my grandmother's a Eucharistic minister for the Catholic Church. I talked to her. I said, you know, with all due respect, I. Look that stuff in the Bible, but the Bible sometimes you can tell that it veered away from what the word is and goes straight to what a man felt at the time to be put in there, and then it contradicts itself. Like hmm. you can't sit there and say we're all God's children, God loves everybody, except for homos and all this, you know Christ. all this other stuff. I gotta edit that. I gotta edit that. <laughs> I'm not. No, that's what the fuck. No, it's the truth though. Yeah, it is the yeah, truth yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, you think yeah. about it. Because that whole Leviticus chapter, he ain't say gay people. He said homos. Hey, he said homos. Hey, the Westboro Baptist Church does not call them gay people. All right, or, cu- or cupcakes, or cupcakes. Right, but the point I'm getting at is this: you can't say the whole Bible. They have all these different stories in which I use some of the stories in there as motivation and stuff to help me through my daily stuff. I have the Bible app on my phone. And it gives me the you know gives me the word every day at two thirty. No, there's stories in the Bible where they right. got they spitting and throwing stones at blind people. Jesus right, Christ. and that's the part I'm getting at because right. on one hand, on one hand it'll say something that could be beneficial, but then you go like Leviticus, and then you go to other stuff to where you know and say other stuff like okay Jesus loves you all, but you know since y'all didn't believe in the ark, we flooded these people, killed everybody, but we took two of every animal so we could restart over. Uh, you know, Jesus loved everybody, but, you know, we blame the woman for the damnation okay. of the man. You know? Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And that's the part I'm getting. I mean, I'm not, I mean, if somebody sits there and they're deep into it, I'm not going to down you if that's your life. You know, if you are overtly, if you are a religious, very religious person, I'm not going to down you with that. You know, I got family members, there's people close to me who are very religious and you know, stuff like that, and I respect that. But if I'm asked a question and there's something I don't agree with, I'm not gonna sit there and just down it. Well, everything, no, I just, but, everything is not everything is not for you to. There's a lot of information in there that's exactly that. It's information. It's not like something for you to. There's there's only, there's certain aspects of it that you got to know what to take, and other aspects that's information in relation to a historical narrative that is actually giving you another symbolic. 
you know, indication for something else. You know, it's right. not really cut and dry. So that's what I'm saying. Just reading it outright, you're not going to get the actual understanding of it. Because if you don't know how to apply what to what, because the whole thing in itself is a hyperlink, meaning mm -hmm. it things refer back to other things. And if you don't know the backstory behind that or the context behind this, you're going to be lost. Mm. Right, right. And, so and I'm I, just saying it's way it's way more than just surface, and of course, and that's what everybody got surface. Just reading it, of course, you're gonna think the exact thing that Justify is talking about, but it's it's more to it than that. But like I said, that's not that's a whole nother thing, a whole nother discussion. That's why it's like there's that's why you got whole studies and whole theological programs and stuff. That's not just there just to be buying time. It's like it's that much in there. But see, this mm -hmm. is why I, I like that the Rev's opinion, opinion so much because you have a lot of reverends and pastors and all this shit, these people out here who claim, you know, they know the Bible inside and out. There you go. You, you can, and, and you, yes. you hear that shit and you, you ask them questions and they, you know, they all they do is regurgitate. Yes. Red or something like that. Yeah. Like, so wait a minute. That's not what I asked you. Right. <laughs> right. At least with right. the red, he's keeping the real. Like, look, I don't understand what that well. Exactly. I'm right. gonna try to lead you on the right path. Exactly. Right. And right. today, I ate. I just before the show, I had some shrimp. <laughs> Just what? for the pimp, <laughs> just to set the mood. I had some shrimp. What does that too. mean? Oh, that's uh shrimp and grits. All that pimp shit. Oh, okay. Remember, oh, so Outcast yeah, said, throw your hands in the air, wave them like you just don't care. Okay. You no, like fishing and grits and all that thing. You should have, hey man, you should have had a song leading man. I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. You should have had that shit playing <laughs> as it came on the line. Hey, you know, do play, have it played on the organ? Oh, shit. Nah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Spot, yeah, Spotify might not let the show go up. <laughs> oh, man. That man. Hey, wait, 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 wait. You think Spotify worried about what we doing? Did you just hear what Joe Rogan did the other day? <laughs> what did he do? Joe Rogan sat there and said, "Unless you, he was talking about black people from Africa, like being like black, but something." He said something about like Neil Young and um, Joni Mitchell snatched their music off Spotify based off of what he said. It, it, um, it, it, um, oh, what's that? I gotta go see what he said. What that nigga said? Yeah, I gotta see. Hold what on, he said. let me let me pull it. I'll pull it up right now. Hold on a second. I saw that. I was like, it did do it. I was like, wait a minute. We on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, no fucking up. Man. I, he he going to fuck up the bag. I, I, th the bag. I think he his, already is. I think his, 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 his just, you know, the show. Okay, here it is. Um, Spotify lost more than $2 billion in market value after Neil Young pulled his music over Joe Rogan's podcast. What he said was, I read what he said. It was great. Here it is. Spotify, um, is, uh, um, Spotify has recently become a very damaging force via its public misinformation and lies about COVID. He didn't cite Rogan's name, but referred to it in an open letter. Because he made a comment about black people. Like, unless you're from, like, the darkest part of Africa, then you ain't, and you ain't something like that. I'm looking for it right now. What the fuck is he on? How the fuck he even got an opinion about black people? Get that nigga some more DMT so he shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'm trying to figure out how the hell he become this like guru on um COVID stuff because this ain't the first time I heard something about um him and COVID because then um mm. uh, Aaron Rodgers um say something. Kevin Noah. 
Yo, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah was funny. Rogan. Here it goes. Trevor, because uh, Joe Rogan is right. I'm like a caramel mocha frappuccino. That's what uh, Trevor Noah said after dude made these comments about. I'm trying to find the fucking the thing because I what I saw yesterday that was about as bad as Mitch McConnell's damn foghorn leghorn looking ass. <laughs> um, saying that you I'm know, talking about the black Americans, <laughs> Americans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Falcon Leghorn. He does. Look, he looks just like Falcon Leghorn. Uh, <laughs> and has a nervous say stuff against black people. His life Asian. Dude, oh, he's right, talking. I was looking at that. Hey. I was looking at that. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, man. Mitch McConnell looks like a walking corpse, dog. He about yeah. to look nice. He looked done. Stick a fork in him. I said I said I said I said I said I. Oh, fried rice eating motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. No, you got to edit that. <laughs> yeah, now that you got to edit. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. They, they was talking about black people, though. I'm defending my peoples. Right. Hey, man. Nah, but still, I mean, you know they ain't going to look at it that way. Oh, chopstick using motherfucker. Hey, I ain't, I ain't back to that. I got some great friends that are in Japan. They are great people. I ain't backing that one. I actually have an Asian aunt. I do. I just really? hate like that I'm... sweet ass tea they sell. That tea is too fucking sweet. I already got. You the... say that there's sweet tea that's too sweet, and you live down south, man. That's, nah, that that that's t- some, in that, I'm talking about in sugar, that in that Tupperware <laughs> in that Tupperware thing. I, I think it's too sweet. They got one little slice of lemon in there with the Tupperware. That's sus- Shit, that, what? That, that that lemon. <laughs> that, about that tea say, is that suspect. Must... What? Um, we, don't have, we don't have that up here, man. Yo, no, Slumdog, you know what I'm talking about. They, they sold that shit in New York City? Hell yeah. When you go to the Chinese store, look in there. It's some sweet tea and a little Tupperware thing in the back where the uh, drink's at. I put money in it. Yo, I found it. Tupperware thing. What it say? This is what it says. It's what he said. Unless, unless you're talking to someone who is like 100% African from the darkest place where they are not wearing any clothes all day and they develop all that melanin to protect themselves from the sun, you know, even the term black is weird. When you use it for people who are literally my color, it becomes very strange. Hmm? I sent the, the link in the um, group chat. Okay. I like Joe Rogan a lot better when he was just smoking DMT. Or taking DMT. <laughs> and Trev- Trevor Noah got back up. Trevor Noah was like, Oh my God! I'm not black. I'm not black. Joe Rogan's right. I'm like a caramel mocha frappuccino. This changes see, everything. This changes oh, everything. See, then yeah, wait, wait, wait. It gets better. He runs out. He runs from his desk, rushes off the set before sirens ring out, and he returns to the stage. He says, "The police said I'm black." But yeah, apparently Joe Rogan really wants to know why they use the term, why they say black people if they're not the color of a sharpie. See, oh, fuck. he's just out of control. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's... Like I said, it, the, link, the link is in the thing, but... See, I'm glad Trevor Noah said that. I'm glad he yeah. said that. Well, shit, Trevor Noah is actually African. He's South African. He was there during the apartheid. Yeah, shit, hey. Yo, you he said he was in apartheid? Oh, shit. No, he was born there. 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 He was still going on, you know. Shout out to Idi Amin. <laughs> Man, shit. The whole thing Why was. You, uh, 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 oh, God. Well, the lady we were supposed to be talking about, man, on the corner. Who? Oh, shit. The lady. I on the, shit about, the lady. I on the, shit about the white woman. 
in Michigan? No, no, no. Um, fuck. No, I'm asking. Hold on, man. I can't believe I forgot a name just like that. You said we supposed to be talking about a white, uh, white lady on the corner? No, man. Not no. the white lady. The black lady. I said over there on Fillmore under the Vidocs. Who? <laughs> what? That sounds like a prostitute. No, the lady who used to be the, the she used to be a hoe, but then turned into the poet. Oh shit! Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I, Patrick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I know you. Talk, I forgot. I know you're talking about now, slow. Damn. Damn. What the fuck is her name, man? We literally. I forgot. <laughs> he said she turned to. Yeah. She. Yeah. Yeah. But she she didn't shy away from it though. She was like, yeah, that was that was me. She never shot Maya Angelou. Yeah, it. Maya Angelou. Yeah. So she actually. Was, yeah, she we, was actually raped when she was younger and wouldn't talk because of her rape. No, but also, like but you know, she was she was no, she she yeah, was she reported a, a prostitute, bro. Yeah, she said she was a sex worker. She was a sex worker, and then she became worked yeah, her way up to being a madam. Now, now you know that Kamala Harris is she has this thing about where she was pushing or lobbying for some type of rights. I don't know what it was, rights or something for sex workers or something like that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. you look at it, because oh, places like shout Vegas. Out, shout out to all them hoes in Vegas, man. Because, you know, they got a, they had a dental plan at that, that moved like Bunny Ranch. He said a dental plan. Yeah, they did. They had like a dental plan or something. It's a medical coverage and shit. They had a but, damn special on HBO about it. Yeah. I, I don't see why it's not classified as a... Uh, a way of working because I mean, I agree. People still gonna do that shit. Right. I mean, they getting paid. They getting paid. The problem was, the problem was, it was all legal until black people got into it. Yeah. Once they start seeing, it, much like anything else, everything was. And see, if you start seeing black people doing weed, drugs, all of a sudden, you know, reefer madness come up. You see black people um, promoting prostitution, like the white people, is all of a sudden now. You know, it's these black guys taking these white women and making them their bitch. And, 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 and it turns into uh, uh, sex yeah. trafficking. White yeah. slavery. White slavery. Man, yeah. yeah. Yep. They can say it. They know what it is. Yo, shout out. Want, right quick, shout out to the dollar menu. Just requested $10 on Cash App. I blocked him on the phone for the weekend. He requested on Cash App $10. Shout out to the menu. Hey, man, oh. he, he needs a therapist. Oh, and i like to do a special uh, rest in peace. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's go. Um, rest in peace to Carol Speed. What was that? Carol Speed, have you ever seen the movie The Mac? Yes, yes, sir. She was Goldie's bottom bitch. She the one was the one, one that put him ended on. up getting... With Pretty yeah, Tony? Is it the one with Pretty Tony? She was with Pretty Tony? No, 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 no. Well, she was the first one. He the one that put him on the game. Got, the one that put him yeah. in the game. Okay. Yeah, she okay. because remember at the end of the movie, she was the one that was helping the cops. She the one that got the white bitch killed yeah. and everything, and she got jealous of it. Yeah, she died um, last week at age seventy six. Now, damn, rest in peace, bitch. And she was in another movie called Abby, which. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I heard what he said. Rest in peace, bitch. Yeah, I say, I said rest in peace, miss. Oh, no, man. I, the first I movie. I'm going to edit that. I'm going to edit that. Come yeah. on. The first movie that she did was called Abby. And the bad part is, this is one of those movies that's hard to find because it was like a. It's a porn tape. Exorcist. Porn no, no, no. Black Exorcist movie. It's like she was the wife of a pastor 
and she ended up being possessed by this uh, sex star demon. And a couple, oh, about a couple, well, no, hold on. A couple months ago, they actually yeah, showed yeah. a clip on black exploitation. I, I followed one of the black exploitation um, pages on Facebook, and they showed the clip from it. And come to find, uh, I guess Warner Brothers or so, whoever the company was that had the Exorcist sued them because they said that movie was too close to what they was doing and. I'm looking at it, I was like, how much shit did they steal from black folks? I mean, they, black they, they didn't get shit over. out of that but some nigga pigs right. and chitlins, so it, nothing much came but, out of there. Warner Brothers. Because you know, <laughs> shit. It didn't say The Exorcist. I mean, I, I don't recall Barry Gordy getting sued for The Wiz. Mm. Right. And I've still never seen The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You know, that's know. because, you know why? Because The Wiz was better. Yeah, the yeah. Wiz was way better. Way better. Let me tell you how be- let me tell you how much better the Wiz was. My son, when he was five years old, saw the Wizard of Oz on TNT, and he comes and says, Hey Daddy. He said, This is a bootleg version of the Wiz on T V right now. Yeah, yeah see? That's how I, th- I think That's the how more I think the Wiz was more th- theatrical and the music and everything. It was more well, theatrical. Of course the music was gonna be better. Yeah, it was more it was, theatrical. Yeah, Motown back and everything. Yeah, it was better. The original yeah, Wiz, that shit was that shit was some weird shit. I think it was more theatrical and all that stuff. I, then Nip, what do uh uh Nipsey Russell was the Tin Man? Yeah, yep. I mean, because the, the story of the Wizard of Oz is already a strange story to begin with. Very strange. And then if you actually look, if you look at the book, the book version is more demonic than the actual movie. Yeah, with the flying monkeys and shit. Yeah, no, even be, worse than that. Dude, to be honest, the original Wizard. Now, now you hit on something, and I had to say it because really that Wizard of Oz and the whole, it's really an occult movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, straight up. We can go into a whole, I mean, the symbology and all that. It's straight up a cult. Yeah. So, I mean, some people call it, you know, demonology or whatnot, but that's another, <laughs> that's another talk. Based on, 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 like, certain stuff that happens in the movie or, like, in the story? Well, the original storyline. I'm you know, talking like, the, yeah, the, origi- the original, you know story, how, the original storyline, how they did it back in the 1940s. They actually, you know, showed a lot of it. But the original thing, yeah, it has a cult origins. And when I mean that, I mean that secret society type stuff. You, you know, know what it was? It was some white. No, you know what it was? That, you know, it, was right, white, right, right. it was some white. Listen, it was some white sex offender who wrote that and the kids fell in love with it. That's it. Pretty much. I mean, that's how, how most of the kids' stories back then kind of got made. It was usually some pedophile motherfucker that made <laughs> but it. it, but it Shout out to Iron Kelly. It wasn't a kid's story. that we knew from kids, uh, like from being kids. Three little it's niggas walk, jumping on the bed. Dude, it is not a kid. Let me tell you where that comes from. That's Grimm's fairy tales. If you do a study of that, you find out what that is, man. That That's some hard stuff. And in fact, we right. got the we got the watered down version of a lot of that man. That stuff was originally more, like more the, harsher. Than Pinocchio, well, the original Pinocchio, holy shit, man! Look, if, everybody, everybody, about, if you want to find out the real shit, look for the book. Yeah, the book was fucked up because the book is gonna tell you the truth, just like the color purple. Because mm. I think in the book for Pinocchio, he ended up dying. Oh shit. <laughs> Yo, shit was wild, man. Yeah, well, shit, but that's back then. That's them. Kick the bucket. Hey, that was legit, like, had that little boy smoking cigars and drinking 40s. (laughs) No, 
and, and wearing little outfits, little, little. Uh, and that ended up getting killed. Jesus, man. I um also too um. All that fairy t- like like I remember before we had a show. I forgot we was telling us about the other uh cartoons and all that stuff. They had all the crazy about the slaves and stuff. A lot of that mm-hmm. shit be subliminal, and they dress it up and sell it to the kids. I swear, SpongeBob movie. This was years ago. They had one part yeah. when Patrick, it was something, and he got he got. All, I don't know where he came from, and he had high heels on. I swear to God, Sponge I'm like, it's some weird shit. Yeah. shit in it, but you know the one, oh, you know the one thing about the cartoons that they always showed that had to, that mirrored um, slavery stuff. What's that? That they still do to this day. Yeah. They showed a cartoon character like Mickey Mouse. You know, let's show, let's use Mickey Mouse as an example. Any cartoon character, Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny, you know, anybody who has on white gloves, white gloves symbolize like the old the old um. Uh, yeah, that's that shows. same mystical blackface thing. Yeah. Walt Disney was a pedophile. Well, Walt Disney also was uh, uh, <laughs> straight up. Was, he was I'm not editing that. I'm not editing yeah. 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 he was a, he was anti-Semitic. He hated Jews. He made propaganda films. He hated niggas. I mean, Fantasia, Sound of Music. Sound like sound like Adolf Hitler understudy. Sound like Adolf Hitler understudy. Right. He shit. He didn't like that though. Yeah. Oh, shit. Shit. He, he, yeah, he was legit. legit like that. Yeah, he was legit like that. And I got no respect. I hate Disney shit. Um, the closest thing to Disney I like was Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But think about it. Uh, Mercedes Benz was making fucking cars for the USSR. <laughs> Let's keep well, it real. Mercedes Benz is ger- I mean, that German, right? Nazi. Yeah, they yeah, was making shit for the Nazis in the first place. Yeah, Volkswagens. Yeah, Adidas. Damn. Volvo. Yeah. All that. Yeah, it's I'm just saying. Yeah, you... I mean, the list goes on. Coca, hey, I refuse to, and I know you down there in Coca-Cola um, country, but I it was cocaine in it. Here. it, it was, but, see, no, 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 hear me out, hear me out. Coke couldn't get their shit over the lines during World War II, right? Because it wasn't, you know, America wasn't sending shit over there. So the Coca-Cola company that was over in that area during the wartime, Took what they had and made this stuff and sold it. That company is no was known as Fanta. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, exactly. Wow. Yes, okay. that is. So, they, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fanta, definitely, definitely. And, that's right. Yeah. So Fanta is owned by Coca Cola, and you know they try to dress it up. They had the damn five bitches dancing in all the different colors. Say, don't you want a Fanta? I refuse to drink Fanta. But listen, they listen, listen. They they burnt the, the Nazis burned down everything but that uh, factory because it was actually. You know, at that point, they had been Germanized. Yeah. It wasn't exactly straight. You know, it wasn't straight up American anything. That fall in lines with everything else. But I, I will say today, though, Germany, Germany is a great fucking country today. Yeah, Germany is a, just, a, an awesome country today. And they yeah, still and teach was, their kids about the Holocaust and all that shit to let them know we can't repeat the mistakes of what happened in our past. Unlike right. over here, where yeah, exactly. we teach our kids about Martin fucking Luther King. Jeez. Right, but. You know, and I, shit. that's why, you know what, it's, it's weird. You can't teach the kids over here about slavery, but they can teach kids about the Holocaust. Now, here's the thing that pissed me off about over here, too, because we're coming, we're coming right up off the, um, um, Black History Month, also my birthday month, you know. And I love the fact that my birthday is in February because that means that I'm also surrounded by the fact that I also will hopefully get to see them try to teach Black History to the children around so they don't forget where they came from. 
what pisses me off is the fact that, and I understand, and I accept and acknowledge everybody else's culture. That's part of what America's supposed to stand for, right? But the problem I have is when February comes along, you know what you see more of than Black history? Who's that? First half of the February, Chinese New Year's. Second half of February, Mardi Gras. You don't hear shit really about Black history. Mm. They do that shit on purpose, man. Outside of maybe ESPN showing the same fucking Martin Luther King "I Have a Dream" quote that they show starting on Martin Luther King Day in January, or, or showing Jackie Robinson or or, or right. Hank Aaron, because you know. Black history in most people's eyes only involves five people: Martin Luther King, Frederick Douglass, Malcolm X, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman. I just it, not more than five: Garrett Morris, um, Gary Cole. You know, yeah. Oh, if you want to be funny, yeah, they want to no, be funny no, no, out there. No, 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 no they, they trust me. They no, but they have th- they have used that you know Webster different strokes type things as look how they feel that we should have been you know dealt with, which is bullshit. Um, stupid, man. Yeah. Cause shit. My thing is this. We know I've taught my kids racism is bad. My kids, shit, me and my kids say when they were little, grew up, kids growing up, watched all in the family in the Jeffersons, just like I did. The only downside yeah. to that was when my son was about three years old, he called his mother honky. Oh shit. What the fuck? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> what? Whoa. Because, because he, what? we watched the Jeffersons. And, you know, he George Jefferson. Huh? And I thought him it was wrong. Now, what she called told me that I did last. But, <laughs> you know, because I didn't expect you call your mother a hunk. No, like three years old, Because he's, look, uh, we watching the Jeffersons, right? Now, he said that, he said that to the Willis's, you know, um, Lenny Kravitz's mother character and her husband on Jefferson. Yeah. So my son see that, he, you know, three years old. And, it, you know, after he said, I told him, we thought, look, that's wrong. And I taught my kids. I have to. Te- I've taught my kids black history. I taught my kids about black history. I tried to get as much information on their Polish history because their mom's Polish. I try to make sure that they get what the world or the United States ain't doing for the children. Actually teaching them legitimate history stuff and not what they want to and not trying to water down shit. I tell them up straight up. They know that their great-grandmother survived the Holocaust. She was on a uh, Nazi farm in Poland when they invaded Poland. They know that. They know that their great-grandfather on my side was a fisherman and a preacher and that two white guys tried to assault him at, in Charleston Harbor in South Carolina and he killed both of them and threw their asses in the water. They know this. Right? The whole thing is, I'm being for real with them because the whole thing is you got a lot of people that sit there and it got worse as we got older. When we was younger, they would teach a little bit more about black history to now. There's kids that don't even know who the fuck Martin Luther King Jr. is. That is a fact. That's sad, too. That's true, though. A lot of these kids nowadays do not have a clue who he is. Oh, and contrary to what a lot of them dumb Republican uh, honky motherfuckers think, because now I can use the word and actually say it the right way, critical race theory is taught in college. It's not taught through K K to 12th grade. They talk about slavery. They talk about stuff along that lines. They talk about all the other stuff, maybe. But they're not no critical race theory. So these motherfuckers get up and out about shit. Don't just show that y'all dumb motherfuckers probably need to turn in y'all college or high school or GED diplomas that y'all have. Because y'all clearly don't know shit. Yo, yo, Kevin, I got to drop off. All right, go ahead and do your thing. Go do your thing. Take it easy, man. All right, take it easy, man. All right.
But yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? And shit, I know some, you know definitely what I'm talking about, man, how things go on in Virginia, where you from. Oh, man, let me tell you, dog. In school for Virginia, all we learned about in history, I don't think we even touched on black history once, even during Black History Month. You would talk sparingly about Martin Luther King. You wouldn't talk about Malcolm X, none of the black Panthers talk about none of that. You speak a little bit about Muhammad Ali, but other than that, you might speak on the Tuskegee Airmen, but other than that, dog, all we talked about is... Uh, Jamestown, 1607. How of course. English 1609. Yeah, yeah, because first settlement right there in fucking Virginia. And we had to take field trips to the settlements in Williamsburg and all that. I went to Williamsburg. Hey, Cammy. Yeah. Cammy. Did you go to Williamsburg when you used that traditional? No, nah, I never. Williamsburg. Where that was at? In Virginia. Co- old Colonial oh, Williamsburg. Yeah, Colonial I, Williamsburg. I went twice. No, it, was, Seven, it was cool. It was cool. Seven, who you seventh going with? They ain't take me. Hell no. I was I went seventh and eighth grade. Nah, you knew, it you was know, funny as no, hell. I came, I came to traditional in uh, high school. Oh shit! I, my, I got stuck there from fifth grade. Like pretty much piggyback what um what someone was saying. I start, I had to go to school. Like I said, I've told you that before. I went to school in one of the racist one of the racist areas in Buffalo, Kaisertown, and I what I would do to kind of get back at them for the way that they would try to teach us Black history. Like, I would always, from third grade all the way to seventh grade, I'd always pick somebody to the point to where I had to make the teacher try to figure out who it is. Oh, shit. Like, I, I, was, had a teacher, I had a teacher in high school try to tell me George Bush wasn't in office when 9-11 happened. His son was. H.W. Like, George Bush. Nigga, that's right. George Bush. Yeah, but she, thought, she was trying to be technical. Oh, well, it wasn't, you oh, know. Oh, hell no. He thought that Al Gore was in office. I what said, the what fuck? the fuck are you talking <laughs> well, about, dude? Al Gore wasn't because they teacher. stole the election from him. This was a, they stole the election. This was a history teacher telling me this shit, dog. Ain't that a bitch. And I'm like, what in the fuck are you talking about, that man? That crazy as hell, bro. <laughs> no, he was just old as fuck. Jesus. Talking about Bush wasn't in office. Nigga, you know damn well he was in office when that shit happened. They got a picture of that nigga sitting in the... In the fucking classroom when his security told him what was going on. Acting like, like nothing going on. Yeah, over there reading the fucking book. With the plane on it. With the book upside down. Man, I'm like, yo, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. That's why, yo, the schools, dog. Hey, look, listen. I, I, I'm all for education and shit. But make sure you're getting it from the right source. Hmm. Yeah, because they keep whitewashing it anything, and knocking man. it back as much as possible. Trying to make it, you know, trying to make it to where nobody gets upset, or let me rephrase it, make it to where white people don't get upset or feel depressed where, or anything. Yep. That's what all these kids complain about down here. And fuck that bullshit, because the only thing is this. History ain't supposed to make you feel good. History ain't supposed to make you happy all the time. History, history is supposed to let you know where you came from to prevent you from going back. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Real shit. On that note... Oh, by the way, y'all, I had a birthday two weeks ago, man. I'm 32. Oh hey, shit! Hey, happy birthday, it. Slump! Yeah, How, I miss yeah, your birthday. Man, you still got, you still got Similac on your breath, man. Shit. Damn! <laughs> Yo, happy birthday <laughs> to the subhuman self, Slum Dog shit, my Millionaire. My birthday in two weeks. God yeah, damn. man, my birthday is literally right after it was because uh, sometimes my birthday falls on Martin Luther King Day. My birthday's on the 18th. Oh shit! Happy birthday, bro! Hey, hey happy, happy birthday, birthday, man! Damn. Yeah, shit. Mine's on the um, on the 11th. Okay, February 11th. Okay, 
Okay. So I'll be 39. God damn, you only oh, push it. Push it forward. You, I know, you I, sound I, like I, you was I, born in the 60s, bro. Yeah, I, got a foot, I got a foot and a half in the grave. I got a foot and a half already in 40, shit. <laughs> he about to say in the grave. Oh, shit. Little well, shit, <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Hope not. hey, hey, it's been like that since we were younger. You know what I'm talking about, shit. Yeah, yes, sir. Hey, so, hey, yo. Your kids don't call their mother honky anymore, do they? No, my kids don't call their mother honky anymore. All right, I'll, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, if anything, hey, my, if anything, my kids... Are very protective of their mother. My son pretty much could be like the next Huey Newton because he sit there and he ready for racial issues quick. Your son taller like, than you, right? No, my son's just about my height. He about your height? Why he look but, tall? I thought he was but, taller. He looked taller. But he got that. But he, but he got that. He got that craziness that I got. He, he's he is my son. He's the he's a protector. Oh, okay. he ready for whatever. Oh no, that's good. That's Wait, good. He, he a junior? Yeah, he's a junior. Okay, and shit, he acts just like how I act with my father. Mm. Shit, like I guess I shit. I scared my father, man. Shit. What the fuck? Like, he, he know he knows some shit. Jump off! Don't tell him. No shit. Uh, shit. Before the, it, I'll be in the car and already did halfway before he finished the damn sentence. Oh, hey. shit. Yo, let's go to the final thought, yo. <laughs> yo, so uh, final thought is I think that was a great interview. Uh, shout out to the Doctor Reverend China Beach. Hopefully, getting back on the show. Tune into his ministries. Uh, it's on Facebook. Just Doctor Rev. Uh, you can Google Doctor Reverend China Beach. Um, I think he he gave some good uh, perspectives of life. Um, also, too, uh, rest in peace to Maya Angelou. And and we wasn't here to try to uh, down her character. We was just speaking facts, reality uh, on the topic. And um, shit, y'all just be safe out there. Uh, yeah, also, man, yeah, just shout out to, shout out to Rev, man, that was, it was not what I was expecting, I'll tell you that much. I'm glad it went in the other direction, because I really thought that <laughs> shit was going to go sideways. <laughs> no, that was, that was a dope interview, I'm glad we had him on, I hope we can get him back on. Uh, yeah, and, and like you said, with regards to my Angelo, dog, we were just speaking on Things that people already know. There's no, we're not downplaying her. We're not down talking to her, none of that. You know what I'm saying? It's all respect. Rest in peace to her. Fuck Joe Rogan. Ah, right, that nigga needs to go back to doing drugs. You were a lot better on drugs. <laughs> I know that's that say, <laughs> You should stay on drugs because when you sober, you a stupid motherfucker, man. Um, uh, shout out to Trevor Noah for mocking that nigga for that shit too because somebody had to do it. Uh, fuck Donald Trump. It's always fuck Donald Trump. Uh, anybody involved with that January 6th insurrection, because you got a lot of Republicans right now that refuse to talk and plead in the fifth, Alex Jones included, you fuck bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you know, uh, and, uh, just, I hope everybody's excited for the playoffs tomorrow. We got two good championships. No fucking Tom Brady, because fuck Tom Brady. Right, right quick, yo, Slum, Slum, he's not retired. Slum, not to, not, yeah, yeah, not, Slum, not. Slum, not to uh, yeah. jump into your time, yo, the Buffalo Bills, you're fucking sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all oh, thought no, y'all won that fucking no, game? I, That's I feel crazy. So bad for Josh Allen and boys, because they fuck Josh Allen. Who, man? Man, was out there. go ahead, do your thing. My bad, y'all. Yo, two words: squib kick. Squib kick, man. That's all you gotta do. Squib kick. But that de- I don't know what the defense was being called because the way y'all playing defense that last series and then going into the overtime, bro, it was like yeah. y'all, did, 
Is it just me? Is it, is it just me or does Leslie Frazier look like the original Candyman? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it sort of does. It sort of does. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, I'm hoping next year for y'all, because I think we got a good rivalry going between Buffalo and Kansas City. So Buffalo's got a lot of good years ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, squib kick next time, dog, because y'all yeah. had him. Y'all had him, dog. But fuck Patrick Mahomes' family. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Not, not so much his parents. His brother his and his fiance. And his brother. His brother's a piece of shit. And his yeah. fiance is too. Because his fiance got in trouble for spraying champagne all over the fans thinking it was cool and then want to know why everybody got upset with him. Like, yo, bitch, if you want to spray champagne, I, let me not call her a bitch. But if you want to spray champagne, do it in your own private box. You ain't got to do the shit over top of the fans. Them niggas don't want that. Don't need no shit. And Mahomes don't need that shit because shit. Mahomes don't need. He tried to do his thing, and you got these motherfuckers. They'll fuck around and fuck it up for him. Look at Michael Vick. And yo, you would think he would have already said something, dog. They got so much controversy going on with them. Yo, fuck his family. His family ain't shit. Yo, if I was worth five, if I if I was worth over five hundred million dollars, oh hell no, there's gonna be some fucking order up in this motherfucker. But, dog, they, they were born into money, though, because his, his father was a uh, MLB pitcher for the Mets. Yeah, I remember watching his father when I was a kid, when he was a Met. You, you said his father was a sharecropper? No, his father played for the Mets. I know, I know, I'm just job talking. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that nigga, uh, uh, Pat Mahomes, was like he'd been in hell for a long time. They leaked a picture of him and his girl back in, I think it was high school, and, I mean, she just was fucking nuts. And he just looked like he was stuck in hell. He looked like he got he got that little Steph Curry face. You know them light skinned niggas. I, I don't know. I think eventually he'll pull a Russell Wilson in final Sierra. Mm. Probably because I look at it like this. At least Steph Curry, his wife, she got some brains, she got some class. She's trying to do things, you know. Right. She ain't trying to be on TikTok and Instagram, yeah. trying, you know, fake celebrity for what? And her and his brother, his brother looked like all he does is drink monsters and jack off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jackson, dog. I'm telling you, man. I, I don't know what it is with that kid, but uh, he need to. He should be in the NBA. Something. You six five doing nothing with your height. You a bum. He just, you a bum. Hey, hey not everybody who talk can play ball. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, listen, dog. Yo, your dad was a pitcher. Your brother is a star quarterback. You ain't get no athletic talent. Your mom I was mean, a sprinter. You got no hey, you, talent. Hey, you, you know it's bad. Pitcher. You know it's bad when Cooper when Cooper Manning. <laughs> Is a better athlete than damn Patrick Mahomes' brother. <laughs> yeah, like bro, who's the baby? Oh, he's like, come on, yeah. bro. But but they son, his son, his son is about to be the no, second, yeah, the next. Yeah, his son's coming. Gonna get his son's gonna I just I just hope he don't go to Alabama. Yeah, oh man, no, please don't. Just go to Ole Miss, man. Just go to Ole Miss. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm dragging on. Uh, fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Steve Harvey. This nigga's a judge now. Fuck that nigga. Uh. <laughs> Also, fuck R. Kelly. I hope everything bad happens to you in life. <laughs> I believe I can fly. I this is a radio message. <laughs> fly right in that jail, jail, dog. You get 30 minutes. Remix of ignition. Fresh and hot out of yeah. the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, <clears throat> it's my turn, I guess. Um... This was a damn good interview. I enjoyed it. It was good having the Reverend Doctor on the show. You know, is I, I was pleased to be able to ask questions. So this way, you know, 
he also was able to separate reality from fantasy for everybody who just think everything is, you know, um, the way it is in the um, tele off the TV. Um, along, you know, as you like, like what my brother said, <clears throat> we mean no disrespect towards my Angelo. If anything, by us mentioning her name, that should be encouragement enough for those who are listening to make sure that yeah, learn some history, learn some Black history. You don't have to be black to learn black history, because black history is American history. Mm. Contrary to what, contrary to what that foghorn leghorn fuckboy Mitch McConnell think, <laughs> because we are all Americans, black or white. Some of us just been here longer than the others. Um, as far as everybody for January six, I don't know why it's taking this long to get all these motherfuckers, and they was already able to convict George Floyd's killers. The bitch that shot the damn kid not too far from where George Floyd was killed. You know, the damn three redneck motherfuckers in Georgia. They all been tried and convicted and about to go serve their time. And they still trying to get everybody, including number 45, dickhead in charge. You know, the fucking pedophile um, orange bastard and his fucking mail order Brian White is Beavis and Butthead's son and his fucking fake Malibu Stacey, Malibu damn Barbie looking bitch daughter. I don't know why it's taking so long. To get these motherfuckers in there, because it's like I try to give them a chance. Oh, and breaking news: we are about to have a black Supreme Court. Yes, justice. sir. Sleep. Shout out to oh, Sleepy Joe. Shout out to and, fucking Sleepy and Joe. And of course, those of course those redneck motherfuckers cannot take the heat of there being a black woman in charge. Tucker Carlson, you faggot motherfucker. Ah, let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. You always got to say some dumb shit, motherfucker. You always got to say some dumb shit, and then when you can't take the heat, then you got to get Warren Buffett to come out there and say, oh, well, you know Fox News is not a real news station, which goes to show that a lot of you goddamn cocksuckers believe in the Easter Bunny stuff. So, yeah, facts. Um, you know, a leprechaun can come up and say, hey, if you let me fuck you up the ass, I'll give you three wishes, and y'all let him. All right? That's the fucking problem with this shit. All right? That's the problem. These motherfuckers are falling and believing in false gods, all right? Oh, what, was was that your baby laughing in the background? That, that is my 12-year-old daughter laughing at what the fuck I said. Yes. And it's like, this is, it, it, while it's funny and humor, it, the bad part is it's sad in reality because motherfuckers like this is peddling and appealing to these other motherfuckers. I saw a bumper sticker yesterday on the back of a pickup truck that said, fuck Joe and his hoe. Mm. Now, regardless of what your political Hold on, size say, is, it said, fuck Joe and his hoe. Regardless of your political ways of doing anything, y'all don't disrespect Kamala Harris like that. Y'all don't. All right? Y'all not going to sit there and call this black woman who's in charge a hoe, and at the same time, y'all was calling, um, what the fuck was the bitch that, what's the fucking bitch first name? What's the, Trump's bitch. What's the fucking Trump's bitch name? Melania. 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 Yes, that there and said Melania was the best that first lady I had. And I could see naked pictures of her goddamn popsicle stick looking ass on Google. <laughs> All right. So don't disrespect. You don't be disrespectful because that motherfucker almost caught lead yesterday. All right. I'm just saying it like that. You got that shit in a Trump stick. And it's always the same thing with these damn motherfuckers, these damn Trump cocksuckers. Y'all got stickers and... Stickers and flags of this motherfucker 
all the cars and houses and the stickers and the flags are worth more than the fucking car in the house. <laughs> like, how? But, you know, I digress. Black History's coming in a couple of days. If you don't know something, learn something. Go to Barnum and Nobles or somewhere to get a book. They have them. I know. I bought them for my children. Uh, fuck Trump, fuck Fox News, fuck all them goddamn racist ass Republicans, Marjorie Green, whatever the fuck your ass name is and shit, you corn husk fucking looking bitch. Fuck you. Fuck that other Homer, Robert, fuck her, fuck Sarah Palin gets her damn name back in the news. This bitch tests positive for COVID and wants to go to the restaurant. Fuck you, you moose stick sucking motherfucking bitch. You dead spirit off up the ass bitch, fuck you too. Um, shit, Steve Harvey, man, figure out what the fuck you're doing, dude. Right? You can't be everything. Fuck you, Steve Harvey, you punk motherfucker. Yeah. Um, bitch. Trevor Noah, keep doing the things you're doing, man. At least somebody is, you know, at least we have a voice from Africa who actually was able to speak on the situation once that idiot Joe Rogan did. And everybody who listened to Joe Rogan, cut that bullshit out. It didn't work for Aaron Rodgers. It ain't working for nobody else. All right? Cut the bullshit. Alright, and uh, everybody have a safe night, be careful, and remember, stay away from them dirty motherfucking bitches. Just for the hell of a podcast. Serious, <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh,